0: hello Degrassi Panthers (laughs) welcome or welcome back (laughs) to below the dot podcast where we recap and discuss a new episode of Degrassi the next generation Every Throwback Thursday from the Degrassi Black Hole. I am one of your hosts, Terry McGregor.
1: I am your other host, Chris Sharp. And welcome back for a yes, second today. time. But you guys will never <laughs> hear the first time.
0: Exactly. So welcome. Uh, we're recapping season two, episode five, titled Weird Science. Again, as Chris said, for the second time, but it's fine. Um, but first, we're going to get into some trivia for Terry.
1: <laughs> All right. So I switched up the trivia. Just an FYI, what did I ask you yesterday? Yesterday, I asked... Um, When we tried to record the first time, I asked what happens when Sheila cooks clams for her husband, and Terry got it. It gives him gas. And I asked, how did Spinner mess up Charles Darwin's name? And he called him Charles Derwin. I don't think Terry got that one, but I can't give her the same trivia twice. So who is Manny's favorite music artist slash (laughs) band? Have you been paying attention to our Instagram? Is it Jessica Simpson? It is.
0: <laughs> Good I work. I knew she played a role in this somehow. I was like, "Dang, was that just the music that was playing over it?" Or
1: yes. And what is Jimmy's jersey number? Is it nine? It is. Oh, at look least at that's me. what happened when I googled it. I could have sworn I saw him in a different number, maybe early episodes, but the jersey they sh- sell for him has number nine on it. So.
0: Isn't that the yeah? Because I was going to say I only know that from your jersey. If I'm being very honest,
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. so I don't know. I'm pretty sure I've seen a different number, but I must. I might have been imagining that.
0: It happens. Well, this is when we will get into Terry's tidbits. And I hope I, I literally was struggling to speak yesterday. So again, really hoping that the second time is for everyone's benefit.
1: So I want to fight our recording platform if something goes wrong with this one. And if it doesn't work, we're just going to cancel it and come back next week.
0: Yeah, I told Chris, too. I was like, I think we're real podcasters now because we've officially lost an episode. And I'll see yep. lots of podcasts that that happens and They come back and do this. So here we are. One of my tidbits is that I realized and have grown to appreciate the fact that they recycle outfits in Degrassi The Next Generation so far. Mm -hmm. What made me realize that is Emma's tie dye shirt that she's wearing when she's working on her science project in the kitchen when Mr. Simpson interrupts her is the same shirt that she wore when she went to the seventh grade night dance. Um, I did not
1: recognize that.
0: Yeah, so that's cool. Um, It's funny because I think it. Helped Degrassi stay relatable or like seem relatable and like less preachy when you see people wearing everyday clothes that they're gonna wear again because that's normal. Whereas like I don't know if I've necessarily seen that on like Disney Channel or like other shows because like, right. fashion is normally a really big part of television shows. So they try not to like repeat outfits unless it's like sentimental. It kind of feels like a cartoon, right, where they always wear the same outfits and then yeah. when it's like live television, they normally will switch it up. You won't see anything more than once. So I feel but, like like helped. these are your
1: neighborhood kids. Which yeah, is, it, yeah.
0: Literally, it's just like it's stuff that mean you were doing at this age for sure. Like we had the same closet. You know, like we weren't celebrities. <laughs> like we were wearing the same things. Until right. we them. Um, and we talk about this on this podcast too. Is that what is it? Degrassi next class came off as very preachy in some of the times that they like gave us sh- subjects and topics and storylines. But I feel like, I don't know if they repeat outfits in that one, but repeating outfits in this one, again, makes it more relatable. And it's going to be like, oh yeah, these are things that can happen to me and you. This is just like reality. It's not meant to just be like a PSA, if that makes yep. sense.
1: Like can we get to see Emma's dolphin pants more than once? Yes. And that's funny
0: because those are like very specific pants that I feel like you can only wear once, but nope, not Emma. Nope. And not, <laughs> nope. She wore those pants multiple times. And the character still has them in her closet, apparently. She
1: does. Didn't she like put them or I don't know. We saw she has shown them before on her Instagram.
0: It was during like quarantine. She posted that she was cleaning out her closet and she still fit the dolphin pants, which I think is hilarious.
1: That is wild.
0: I'll say more on that behind the scenes. Right. But anyway, yeah. Um, my next tidbit is very quick. Uh if you d- again, depending on which platform you watch it on, if you fast forward this episode to the 5 minute 3 second mark, there's just someone randomly walking around with a kick me sign. Again, very relatable. It's children walking around the halls playing pranks on each other. That was funny to me. Um. Mm-hmm. And then as we discussed last week and we discussed a lot, the Canadian version of this episode aired a little bit differently than it did in the US. So the end specifically uh cut out the part where Spinner gets a boner in class. They don't show the boner, in which I made the note that I'm totally okay with that. <laughs> yep, yep. Don't need it. Could have done without. Do not absolutely. So they did us a favor by cutting that one out. But for other storylines or topics, I kind of beg to differ. Like I think that people could have benefited from maybe seeing the abortion episode earlier. Or <laughs> do, you,
1: do you know if they originally aired or included Jimmy's boner in it? Hang on. In future episodes when, spoiler alert, Jimmy is experiencing erectile dysfunction and he gets a boner at one point in time. And I feel like I have seen it in rewatches, but now I'm wondering if they showed it in the original one. So I don't know if anything... Said anything about that when you were looking up information on this episode, if they referenced it at all, or no?
0: No, because the article <laughs> that I found from 2005 was just about the second season. So they weren't even okay. like it was in real time reporting on it. But I can imagine that if it aired on the end, that they probably followed suit and did not. Ass hose. It.
1: Yeah. I mean, I mean, honestly, could do without it, that as well. Um, I yeah. wanna say by that point in time, um, Drake may have been an adult actor. I don't know I feel right. like he looks so old in later seasons but I have no idea and if it ain't adult Drake I'm not trying to see a dick print
0: <laughs> and I'm also wondering if be- I don't know what he was doing I mean, yeah, it's, was definitely, doing it's definitely prosthetic it's for yeah. sure not. <laughs> so yeah I just don't know if they would capitalize off that and be like we're gonna get all these views by showing uh, Aubrey Graham
1: <laughs> <laughs> now I have to go find that scene yes am i gonna post it on our instagram maybe 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 we'll post it. maybe and we'll a close friends list and post it on our close friends list we'll see <laughs> we'll see what i do with that i'm sorry i'm sorry to our fans Good anyway are you ready to start recapping the episode yes let's get into it all right for our opening scene or our a plot emma is um eating dinner with snake and spike she makes a point about addressing him as Mr. Simpson. She says his name, Mr. Simpson, a good, like, eight times. And it was just a lot. But It's not then,
0: realistic for a conversation that you're normally having with people. So no. it's being very petty.
1: <laughs> It'd be like if I said, yes, Chris. Yes, absolutely. Wait, I am Chris. If I said, yes, Terry. How are you doing, Terry? Terry, right. what are your thoughts, Terry? That was kind of the effect of how many times she kept saying Mr. Simpson. And so at one point, he's like, hey, Emma, when we're at home or we're not at school, you can actually call me Archie. And she hears him. She stares off into the space. And then next thing you know, she's like, so can you pass the whatever, Mr. Simpson? (laughs) Basically saying, I ain't calling you that shit. (laughs) Um, The next morning, Emma is testing the results of her science project. And her science project is about the effects of a well-balanced breakfast on a school performance. She sees Snake arrive to school and makes it clear that she is tired of seeing his ass everywhere. And that's so relatable. Um, I just, I don't know if there's anyone I want to see both at home and at school. So, right. and And certainly not your mom's boyfriend. I don't want to see my teacher at home and I don't want to see my mom's boyfriend at school. So I get it.
0: Right, because it's also not like it's not her teacher. Like, if it was just another teacher that wasn't teaching her, then I think it'd be a little bit more bearable. But she literally sits in his class.
1: Yeah. So, so I yeah, it's her. like her homeroom teacher. And then she's got media immersion with him. It's just too much. It's too much snake. <laughs> Especially so. when you
0: go to Degrassi where there's five teachers, actually. So anyone she would have dated probably wouldn't have worked out. online. Yep,
1: I wouldn't want to <laughs> see Mr. Armstrong in my house either. Miss <laughs> <Ms>. Kwan, nope. <laughs> Mr. Radich. So for our B, Plot Spinner is eating a banana while Jimmy is trying to ask Ellie out. And we learn that she considers Ashley her best friend. And I like that for Ashley. I'm, I'm a big fan. I like where their relationship goes, where um, their friendship, whatever. I think it's a relationship. Anyway, I mean, a platonic relationship. Um, but we're not focusing on that today because we're going to go back to Spinner, who says to Jimmy, my bat is wooden aka he has an erection and they use so many euphemisms in reference to having an erection that at first it was like i had a similar reaction to jimmy who was like what the what what the hell are you talking about
0: what does that mean
1: and i think that i feel like spinner had to say it several different ways until jimmy understood it and same what are you guys (laughs) talking about Literally say uh,
0: it with your chest.
1: <laughs> yes, and Spinner is just, he's being a little ridiculous because he insists that his recent uptick in erections is due to the healthy food that he's been eating for Emma's Science Fair project. Jimmy offers Spinner a binder to use as a boner shield, and so I just want to shamelessly plug someone who has not asked me to shamelessly plug this, but I saw it on his Twitter. Um, Shane Kippel, maybe I'll link it on our Twitter. Shane Kippel, who plays... Spinner, So he was the actor that plays Spinner in the show. He sells T-shirts now. And I don't know... I know he had, like, a vote on his Twitter about, like, which T-shirt should we make next. And (laughs) one of the contenders for the next T-shirt was... It was a picture of a binder. And it might have captioned it, like, Bone or Shield. But basically it paid note to this episode where is trying to hide his erection and Jimmy gives him a binder. So I just kind of thought that was interesting and funny that, I mean, I love nostalgia. They know that the fans love nostalgia. Right. And they know it sells. So in case you want to remember this moment every day for the rest of your life, I think <laughs> Shane Kipple might be selling a shirt like that on his Twitter or he might not. And maybe nobody voted for it. Who knows? Yeah. It's smart marketing though. It makes a lot of sense. Yes. Um, So back to our A plot, Emma's science project results aren't going too well, and she blames JT and Spinner. And it looks like we have finally arrived to one of the five times that Emma and Spinner interact on camera during Degrassi history before they got married on a whim. Anyway, Spinner tells her that he is not participating in her project anymore, and JT denies sabotaging the results. I don't, who knows? I I don't really give a shit about Emma's science fair project. (laughs) but Emma is the leading lady of these next couple of seasons so they're going to force this plot on you anyway yeah any little
0: side things that are always random that are just like little things in comparison to the big shit that's going on for her are always like okay i guess like i guess Emma yeah. would be all for this science project like
1: <laughs> I, I mean i guess i guess in retrospect i understand why all these seasons mm. are kind of about her because that is the connection to DJH and Mm -hmm. DH is her character. But sometimes I'm just tired. Although, (laughs) I know we talk a lot about or the Degrassi fandom talks a lot about how Claire gets every single plot.
0: Mm. There are so many
1: things that happen to that girl Claire and I want to say more things happen to Claire than happen to Emma. So I guess I'll give her that. And there's no reason why it was all about Claire. We could have done somebody else. But anyway... (laughs) Emma is going over her project at home when Snake is there once again to try and offer words of encouragement. And so, in this moment, Emma is just tired because she's like, How great I get to have you here, right, in my home, too. And she's very rude, and I don't really agree with it. But I understand where she's coming from Mm because, my God, you're at school. You're in my classroom. You're in the hallways. You're in my kitchen. I'm tired of seeing your ass.
0: Yeah, this is one of the times, too, in this episode where I questioned what conversations Emma and her mother have had since this began, ever since she told her mom she might not be okay with it. Like, what conversations did you have? Because it's a clear lack of boundary here. Whereas, like, where does Mr. Simpson live? Like, why aren't you at his house? Like, you let Emma be alone for a couple hours before you can let her be alone and go watch a movie at Mr. Simpson's house. Absolutely. Stop trying to make snake happen, Spike. (laughs) It's never going to happen when you force it onto somebody. I can say that.
1: Absolutely. So anyway, it's the next day and Manny says something about food tasting like happy. And Emma realizes there is more to her hypothesis about like food having an impact on performance than she had previously thought. So she runs off to make a small change to it. Meanwhile, at Degrassi, Spinner is taking pictures of women down in his locker while he (laughs) stuffs his face with processed food to fight the health food molecules which have caused his erection problem, clearly. Jimmy tries once again to tell him that this is hormones, but Spinner is reluctant to change his mind. Spinner asserts that women have been looking at him differently and that... and it's very odd. He even says that the lunch lady Sheila is looking at him, and I think they even like at some point in time they show Sheila kind of wink at him. It was weird. I didn't. I was not a fan.
0: It's very Degrassi teacher like adult moment. Like every time they're gonna slip it in there.
1: Yeah, but he he realizes that he actually likes this newfound attention, so he decides <laughs> to his advantage. He's like, "I'm gonna eat all the fruit." It's just he's like a pendulum swinging between each side. Yeah, it's two extremes and so later he actually witnesses spinner getting ellie's number and if you recall jimmy tried to get ellie's number earlier in the episode and she told him no so when he sees ellie giving spinner his number he's mad and he's like you know what i'm gonna get you back because that was disrespectful okay 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 listen evolution class charles darwin said that man has to spread his seed to survive so dating ellie is just part of my human duty it's it's darwin The the guy's name is Darwin. There's there's no Derwin. Whatever. He's also just really tired of Spinner in the way that we just hear him being like, it's Darwin or it's Darwin. It's not Derwin. Like you always get things wrong. And I think I was saying, um, I said this yesterday, but no one heard it except for (laughs) uh, Terry. Um, I love the continuity in him messing up things. There's so many things he just says wrong. And he does it all the time. And I love that for him.
0: Yeah, and I love that we have Jimmy who literally is just always there to correct him and be like, uh, actually.
1: <laughs> I remember was it a couple episodes ago or in the future? I think it was a couple episodes ago when um for the dance when we meet Marco yes. and he's like, Oh ha ha ha, who were you supposed to be? Michael Jackson? And Paige is just like, um, yes, Ben, he is. <laughs> Precisely that. Like <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. All right, back to our A plot. Liberty worked really hard on her super boring project, and the judges have had enough. So this causes her to try to throw Emma under the bus because she's like, she's not even here. And Emma arrives just in time to present her results, and the judges are very oddly impressed. I didn't really give a shit about this, but maybe it's because I'm don't, i not interested in seventh grade science projects. I don't know. I wasn't impressed, but the judges were. Emma is surprised to see that snake is judging and she should be because she'd been talking all that shit for the last few weeks. So <laughs> yeah, girl, maybe you should have been your tongue.
0: She shook. Um,
1: this is just a friendly reminder in this moment where, uh, snake is being a judge for the contest and everything. Nobody knows that spike and snake are dating except for Emma and Manny. So this is very important because it's going to come up later. But before that comes up, Nadia wins first prize in seventh grade for the science project and as for eighth grade. Hope the engraver spelled my name right. Excuse me. And it goes to Emma Nelson for Mind Body Connection. (laughs) Liberty is hurt. Liberty clearly does not know how to read the room because it was pretty obvious that she was not winning that competition. Those judges did not give a shit about her project i said i'm not really sure how emma won either but i (laughs) didn't get to see the competition so maybe it was just emma versus liberty who knows i don't know and that's the (laughs) didn't jt do something like silly like something about like farts or something
0: that's what i was just gonna say like we don't talk about it too much because it kind of happened in passing but jt was doing some weird thing with like breast implants Oh, he was. He that's like, what it was. Spilled something on Miss H. A- that's her name, right? Miss H, because I can't pronounce her actual name. Like, spilled yeah. something on Miss H, and then we find out that his fucking project is about, like, a natural implant. Like, he changed the filling of the
1: implant. I can't stand him.
0: <laughs> like, that's all crazy. right. But I guess that's how Emma won, right? Because it's that or it's Emma and this food one.
1: <laughs> that, I see what you're saying. <laughs> Be jealous I'm appalled. She Just again. So Manny says calling somebody jealous, but actually, in this circumstance, she is pretty correct. Um, um, what's her name? Liberty is jealous of Emma. But anyway, back to plot B. So the students are doing improv in Miss Kwan's class, and Jimmy finally gets a chance to get his revenge on Spinner. He nominates Spinner and Paige for a sketch about a lonely housewife having a package deliver. And I just want to know how Miss Kwan didn't say, you know what, absolutely not. Try again, Jimmy. Cut it. Cut it right now. I
0: (laughs) I said this yesterday, but you just can tell Miss Kwan is tired from teaching 87 classes because she let them have it. It was a (laughs) free-for-all. Right, just go.
1: Go ahead. (laughs) Uh, Miss, I have a package for you. I'll bet you do, big boy. Everybody laughs at Spinner and he runs out of the room. Jimmy finds Spinner in the cafeteria and he uses this as an opportunity to get Sheila to help to explain to Spinner that it is just hormones. It's not healthy food or processed food. It is hormones. Actually, honestly, we'll talk about that. Well, we're not going to talk about that, but there is like a plot line later where they talk about how the cafeteria has genetically modified food. So mm. theoretically, you can make the argument, but in this circumstance, it is Truly spinners hormones. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, Sheila's response to Jimmy's original question was tickling, which is why I did use it for our trivia the last time we tried to record this. Does food help, help get men in the mood? Yeah, well, they say clams do, but uh, I cooked him up for my hubby and all he got was Gas. Jimmy and Spinner end up laughing the whole thing off because even though Jimmy asked Sheila about his friend's problem, she assumes he was asking about himself. Either way, Spinner has finally listened to some sense, and he agrees that the recent changes in his body are due to hormones. Later that day, Manny is teasing Emma about how Snake loves her mom, and the email accidentally goes to the entire class. And one thing I just don't get is how this happens. Um, I was using email at this point in time, um, and I never had a problem with just sending emails to everyone randomly. <laughs> to you have an to- entire <laughs> alias, <laughs> right? Like it's just that's just never going to happen, or that has never happened to me, and I don't know how it happens. Um. I don't know. Maybe we just didn't have that Canadian technology in our rooms where you could, one, send messages anonymously because that happens in a later episode, but two, where you go to send your friend a message and somehow it goes to the entire class. What platform are they using?
0: Right, and then it's like st- it's very dramatic because it's like stuck on the st- the screen, and she can't undo it. But I have the question of just like, why are they like emailing and not using like an IM messenger? Like everybody knows, like AOL, AIM was a thing. So the fact that they're like emailing each other is really funny because again, you can accidentally send an email, I guess, to like an entire alias if you hit reply all,
1: right? But it's like <laughs> you. And let me just tell you, um, like those times. The schools were way different in that they were not blocking anything. They had no idea what we were doing on the internet. Now you get on your computer and they're like, nah, we have firewalls, things blocked. You are not going to YouTube. You're not going to anything. And I know that there are ways around it, but it was laughable back in 2003. So you had (laughs) AOL Instant Messenger on your school computer because they had no idea what this internet thing was or how to stop you guys from being bad. It took a minute for like adults to figure out how to combat students being off task and chatting each other online. Right. But anyway, um, now everyone learns that snake and spike are dating and Liberty is not happy about it. Liberty finds Emma and Manny in the bathroom and not that Liberty went in there to floss. It's very on brand for her. Yeah. It's fitting. She implies that Emma won the competition due to favoritism and my favorite thing is actually that they tie this back to when Emma spread that rumor last season. So it's true. Simpson is dating my mom. Yes. And now everyone knows. Embarrassing. Of course, I was a victim of gossip last year. So I sympathize. Um, just love that continuity. And I'm glad that Liberty did not forget. Yeah,
0: Liberty was determined to get her payback because we don't see her and Emma interact much uh, since that scene in season one where they were in the bathroom and they have that argument and Liberty walks out on her. So the fact that they brought it back to the bathroom, I think is really funny. I just made that connection, but also mm-hmm. that she had just been waiting to for it to circle back. She's like, yeah, rumors. I know about those Thanks to you. So welcome to the club.
1: Yep. But due to liberty making Emma insecure, she approaches Snake in his classroom to express her concerns about him being biased. Obviously, Snake only helped her to win because he wants to win her mom over. Snake proves her wrong, though, because very shockingly, because, again, I wasn't feeling her project. The other judges were also impressed. So he's like, look at the sheet. It wasn't just me who voted for you. Look at the notes from the other judges. And Emma's sitting there looking like, oh, damn. Um. Also, I commented on Emma's hair being flipped out on the ends. Love this. Love the look. <laughs> I, I was actually watching. I was actually watching *Girlfriends* today as I got my hair done, and um, Tony's hair was flipped out at the end. So, mm, yeah, loving the, loving this flashback into the styles of that time period.
0: It's very early two thousand, like model runway type thing. Yes. Yeah. But Where for we? this yes. one, I literally said like Simpson and Emma should not have been arguing in front of this entire class. Like not nah. going and he tried to stop it. He did, but the fact that he even let her keep going is nuts to me because it's kinda like, what does that remind me of? Like how where was it? Was it when Emma was with her mom and she was arguing with Sean's brother in the hallway? Yes. Like and- he was just trying to go and then Emma stays there. I, it's In one of these moments, I would just be like, okay, bye, Emma. Like, come Emma on.
1: Just, <laughs> one thing Emma's going to do is speak her damn mind. Yeah, that's fair. As I said on our TikTok, um, Manny minding her business, trying to live her best life, and Emma's there with the damn think piece again. But anyway. <laughs> Always. <laughs> um Later that evening, Snake and Spike arrive home to find Emma on the couch. I cannot say enough how tired I am personally of seeing Snake at Emma's house. Um, she and Snake end up talking about the science fair. They tease each other in a very cringe worthy way until the end of the episode. I didn't get the weird nicknames they were giving each other, but Emma fe- seems to have finally accepted him as her mom's boyfriend, and the episode closes.
0: Great times. It's it's really great. Um I had I lost my thought. I had something to say about that. Yeah, it's fine.
1: You wanna say your episode moral?
0: Yes. I'll get I'll probably get into a lot of the notes that I have here. So my moral for the episode is pretty much based on Emma's storyline because y'all know how I feel about them. B plots. Great times, just never really have too much to say about them. So the moral I got was listen to understand, not only to respond, and that setting boundaries is very important in every relationship. So mm-hmm. had Emma uh listened when Mr. Simpson was talking to her in the very beginning of the episode, she might have not been so bothered by Liberty and her comment about his judgment and the science fair being biased because she would have realized that Mr. Simpson was really trying to tell her like, hey, when we're at school, I'm Mr. Simpson. But when we're here, I'm Archie. So I'm two different people and I'm trying to separate the two for you. Yeah. So he was trying to help her. And I think we could have avoided a lot of what happened in this episode had she just listened to him that first time instead of being so anti about the fact that she was going to have to get to know him on a personal level. But. Again, newsflashes is someone your mom's dating, so it's probably better to get acclimated than to just be weird all the time because it's weird when you're sitting at home calling the person by their name as your teacher. Like, that's just weird. Right. Um, And I think the other note that I had, too, that I just didn't mention is that I, Spike... No, it's Spike, right? Spike didn't do much this episode. Like, she kind of sat back and watched Mr. Simpson and Emma have this kind of back and forth which is fine because you can also assume that like she wanted to see how it would play out or how he would handle it because that might be one of the reasons she decides to keep dating him in the future if he wasn't able to handle it maybe she wouldn't want to be with him right but i think because she's the one that's bringing him into their household into their family unit essentially that she should have spoke up in a few of these instances because then you have again you have emma arguing with mr simpson or being really disrespectful to him in her house and her just watching it and i feel like emma would be more comfortable if he had said something to her.
1: And Emma be running her damn mouth. like Right. The things that she says to, like, calling him Mr. Simpson is one thing. But mm-hmm. when she made that snarky-ass little comment about him being right here in her kitchen, and I think her mom said, Emma, but that wasn't enough. It's She's not.
0: It's not at all. So, like, she needs to... Have this conversation with Emma so everything is clear so that when Mr. Simpson tries to have a relationship with her, it's not weird.
1: But I think
0: Emma's really just being anti because her mom's not having these conversations with her so she doesn't feel a need to. And also, the things that she said were valid, right? You don't want to see these people at your house and at school all the time. But she said it to Manny and not her mom who could change the outcome, essentially. Yeah. I just think more could have been done on that than just leaving it up to Mr. Simpson. But, you know, it worked out in the end, but her mom really could have played a bigger role, and I think they would have been able to prevent a lot of what we see happen in this episode.
1: I agree. You want to hear my episode, moral? moral? Yeah, let's go for it. (laughs) All right, so I just wrote, it's more of a silly moral. As Paige says at the end of her sketch with Spinner, that is why no one should ever wear track pants. And absolutely, do not wear track pants if you are at (laughs) risk. getting erections because i mean unless you're okay with everyone seeing it springer right. was not so he should have been wearing a jeans so he could do the old tuck method um <laughs> right from my understanding, you tuck it into worked. your waistband in case mm-hmm. anyone needed some advice not 100 positive i don't have a penis so i can't really speak to it but that's what i'm pretty sure you're supposed to do yeah um, there's one here next on degrassi next on degrassi craig thinks joey's request for him to move a car on his used car lot gives him free reign to drive and take his friends on a joyride when Joey goes out of town for the weekend. Meanwhile, Ashley has found a friend in Ellie and considers getting her belly button pierced to impress her. Love this storyline because I feel like it shows kind of, not necessarily the trauma, but the toxic friendship that Ashley came from that impress her friendships moving forward.
0: Mm, um, yeah. So I,
1: I like that. Um, It's one of my, I think we've said that, you know, I love Ellie. I think I love Ellie maybe like seasons two through four or five. At some point in time, they just kind of make her meh. She's all about the boys and I'm not a fan, but I really like her here. And so I'm glad we get to see a little bit more of her. Yeah, I like that
0: we're getting to know her character more and the people that she meshes with. And I mean, off the bat, right, the fact that she said, no, I'm not going to take your number, Jimmy, because you are my new best friends most recent." Boyfriend puts her in line, like in top tier for me. In comparison to like, I mean, Terry was again a really good friend, but no one treated her like reciprocated that energy. But if like again, we are
1: Paige. Try to go after Jimmy. So I was about to say right because Paige don't have that same level of respect. She was always flirting with Jimmy and trying to make Ashley feel insecure about it. And Ellie was like, Nah, it's that's not it for me.
0: Right? Don't even come
1: near me. I do too. Boss ass bitch. All right. That wraps this week's episode of Below the Dot podcast. If you enjoyed your listen, please tell a friend to tell a friend. To hold you over between episodes, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok under some derivative of the username Below the Dot. Side note, now that I'm on summer break, I have lots of time to go ahead and make TikToks. And in a couple of weeks, I'm going to Toronto. So I'm hoping I get some content to document on either of our pages once I go to Toronto. Anyway. Feel free to reach out with any questions, comments, or concerns, maybe corrections, on either of our social media accounts, or email us at whateverittakes385 at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll be back next week.